0: Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver, weekdays at 2, right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And online at WRUF.com.
1: Did I miss it, or, or did anybody not ask a question at Napier's presser about South Carolina? <laughs> uh, did I miss that? I don't think anybody did. You're yeah. correct. Welcome into Sports Scene. Alongside the Gator QB, Shane Matthews. I'm Steve Russell. Brad is going to take your questions, calls, and comments today. 392 Email Email russell at wruf.com. Shane, the other night, we had a grand total of six. Count them, six callers. Uh, for the extra point post game show, and why? Florida won. Tennessee Georgia was on, and I guess there's no cause about Richardson playing tight end or anything <laughs> like that. But y- y- I think you said this on the air. You think that that was Richardson's best game? That
2: wasn't even close. I thought it was by far his best game. I thought it was the best game the entire Gator football team played all year. Um, he pr- he protected the football, threw it with accuracy. Uh, made quick decisions, had touch on some throws. Uh, yeah, I thought he was outstanding. And Texas A&M? Ooh, they're a bad football team, Steve. But that place is like no other place I've ever been. If they ever hire the right coach, I don't know if Jimbo's the right coach. It doesn't seem like. But from a facility standpoint, just not just football. I'm talking about every sport. I have never seen facilities like that place.
1: All right, we'll take your calls 3928255 Getting an email uh S Russell at WRUF dot com. Box and Jim, hello. Jim, go ahead. Brad, pot him up, please. Jim, go ahead. Hey, <clears throat> Shane and Steve. Well
3: Steve, I meant to uh call on your post game show and didn't get a chance to call you, but uh, to say I'm very happy that I was wrong to pick Texas A&M and my Gators won. And uh you already answered a little bit of what I was going to ask Shane did because he was talking about how well that Richardson performed in the game and best game, I think I heard you say best game he ever had. And I certainly saw the improvement on Richardson's part, didn't turn the ball over, so had a good game. And then in the second half, the defense uh, stepped up, and I, I do realize that Texas A&M are, like you said, awful, but, and then they had a different quarterback, uh, King this week, a different quarterback than what, uh, played the Ole Miss the previous week. So, uh, good things to, you know, for the Gators, uh, really, really happy that, uh, that I was wrong and, and my team won. So maybe this is the start of a,
1: uh, overall improvement
3: for, uh, the future and all. So, uh,
4: um, Go Gators.
1: All right. Thank you, Jim. Uh, Daryl, hello.
4: Hey, good afternoon, guys. Hey, Steve, like I told you, Saturday afternoon, any time you can get a win on the road, steal a victory It's great in the SEC. And, uh, Shane, I just want to make a comment and a question. I was listening to your podcast this morning, and I agree with you. I think our defense played a little bit better as a team that Brent Cox has been dismissed now.
2: Yeah, and like I said, that's just my personal opinion. It just from the from the box, and just uh, just the way they were flying around. I just felt like it was more of a team effort. And the guys that replaced him. Now, granted, A and M struggled blocking us all across the board, but the the, the replacements uh, made a big impact in this game.
4: Shane, my question is, you know, you and I have both seen Georgia live, and uh, after they beat Tennessee Saturday. I'm really convinced they're the best team in the nation, no doubt. I don't think they'll lose a game all year, but do you think there's anybody out there that could match up with them down the road?
2: Yeah, I, I didn't I, I predicted them to beat Tennessee. I didn't think Tennessee could handle them physically. Uh I don't think anybody in America can. I think the only team that could, I think it would be either Ohio State or Michigan just because now Michigan's very similar to them, but I think Georgia's better than they are. But Ohio State has such an elite quarterback and elite wide receivers could give, and they got elite running backs too. I think they could give them some problems. What about LSU? I don't think LSU does. I, I know LSU's probably going to get to the championship game, but and LSU has improved. Uh, but I go back to what Tennessee did to them in their own ballpark. Uh, you know LSU, you got to give them credit, Brian Kelly as well. But I just think Jordan's is, is head and shoulders better than everybody.
4: Hey, Shane, at our, least uh, our press box will be swaying this weekend. Have a good day.
1: You're dang right about that. Darrell, thank you. Uh, Mark says, Johnson and ETN are fast, especially ETN. Georgia runs a toss sweep out of the shotgun. That's very effective. Are you surprised we don't try to get ETN out on the edge more via a toss sweep? Uh, I mean, it's all
2: about your scheme and what you try to do. You know, we're a zone running team. We don't run a whole lot of gap schemes, which is like powers and counters. Every now and then we will. So you do what you do well. And these guys, they press the hole. And if it's there, they continue on their path. But if not, they put their foot in the ground and cut back and get going. They have great feet. You hear people talk about great feet in the hole, making people miss. They do a really good job of that.
1: And I think great vision too, Shane, because yes. to your, you have to have both. But when you have the, the good feet, you, with the vision you see, you bounce out, and they make the, – the good thing about those guys, even on plays that don't – it isn't like three-yard loss. or If it's a busted play, it's no gain or even a yard. So you're not second in 12 or 13. You're second in 9 or 10. Yeah,
2: and ETN made a run that I commented on air. That it reminded me of my high school coaching days when you you have a successful running play and everybody thinks it was executed perfectly, but you didn't block anybody. We had one of those the other day. He made everybody
1: miss. Matt, hello.
4: Hey guys, uh, Shane. I was going to ask your opinion. Do you think, with what you see over the last three games with Anthony, do we want? I know you've kind of said you know it might be best if he just goes to the
5: pros, which
4: you know after. Saturday, he very well might because you know he. I think he made some money on Saturday, but with the way that he's progressing, do you think we could have a lot of success next year with him if he comes back? I mean, there's not much behind him. I'll hang up and listen, but uh, before I go, I have to say I would rather listen to Beth Mullen, uh watch her <laughs> on TV than those two guys that we had doing the game. That, that was just slap awful. Talk to you
6: later. All right,
2: thanks, I've, heard, I've heard that from multiple people. Um, you know, Anthony has played well. I don't think he played that great against Georgia. I mean, I know he protected the football, but he was—he played the quarterback position like a quarterback Saturday. Uh, now, if he does that, you know, we'll see. Um, but I still think he's going to be such a
1: high round draft pick that it'd be crazy for him to come back. I, if it's about there's, if you are a projected first round pick, there's no guarantee after that you could get hurt.
2: Yeah. And I remember uh, coaches said it many times on the podcast, it was it was after ninety six when Ike and Riedel had an opportunity to be first round picks. He's like, Y'all are going. Yep. You've okay. done everything you can
1: do. Go. Twelve twenty nine time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. ESPN ninety eight one FM, eight fifty AM WUF.
7: This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators.
8: Order your Thanksgiving dinner from Miapa before it's too late. Thanksgiving is a day to spend with family and friends. Don't spend it in a kitchen cooking. Let Miapa do it for you. We've got your entire Thanksgiving dinner covered, from the roasted turkey to your favorite Miapa sides, rice and beans, Cuban bread, and, of course, sweet plantains, all starting at $99. And don't forget dessert. Our tres leches pumpkin spice pie is the sweetest end to a delicious meal. Don't let cooking get in the way of a great meal. Get your Thanksgiving dinner at miapalatincafe.com today.
1: Southeast Car Agency at 310 Northeast, 39th Avenue in Gainesville is going to treat you right. And the Cousins family has done that over 40-plus years. Look, they understand that purchasing a vehicle is a big expense and that when you purchase that vehicle, you want it to last you a long time. and be something you love to drive. That's why they do their best to bring the widest selection of vehicles to their lot they possibly can. Cars, trucks, SUVs, foreigns, domestics, they're all there different speeds of transmissions, hard tops. You get the idea. They want the selection to be great. You get the best choice of vehicles. Don't forget, if you're looking for a new one, not the place to go. They have the cream of the crop in late model, low mileage vehicles. Online, secars.com, you can check them all out. You can go see them in person, too, and you can test drive the vehicles and eyeball them for yourself. When you go see them, make sure and tell them Sports Scene sent you to Southeast
9: Car Agency. Music mm-hmm at international diamond center nobody tells our story better than our own non-commissioned diamond
7: experts in the 17 years that i've been in this industry i have never been able to offer my clients the things that i can offer at idc what's best about our company is that we have access to far more options than most retailers typically do. none
10: of us are paid on commission at all so our interests are
7: pure we always encourage people to shop around because we know that our prices are good enough you will be back
10: it's not a selling environment at all we want To know what's most important to you and help you get there.
7: We take care of your ring for life. We invite you in as an extension of our family. It's about helping each client achieve what they want to become a hero.
9: When
10: we approach it in such a straightforward manner, it's refreshing. They almost look at you with a sigh of relief, like you take the mystery away. The
7: merchandise that we have is unmatched. The prices that we have are incredibly competitive. Our quality is unsurpassed.
9: International Diamond Center. Discover the difference. Our people. Get store hours, directions, and more at shopidc.com.
11: There's nothing like living in gator country, especially during football season. Just ask Chuck Bush at Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission, keeping the Gator Nation on the road since 1954. And for the Gator away games, why not grab your crew and head out in a Cruise America RV rental? Also available at Bush Auto Repair. You'll love all the creature comforts at fantastic pricing. Trust Chuck Bush Auto Repair when you're in the swamp or heading out of town. Visit online at chuckbushautorepair.com. Go Gators! Fall is coming up fast. That means football, the World Series, and trees. Fall is a great time to get your trees ready for winter. And Daughtry Tree Service, the tree service people, are standing by to help you with tree removal, trimming, pruning, and more. 30-plus years of experience means even your toughest tree, stump, or debris removal project is no match for the experts at Daughtry Tree Service. Serving Alachua County and surrounding areas. Call
12: today for a free estimate. At Daughtry Tree Service, there is no tree too tall. We do them all.
1: college football season is here, and there's lots of great plays being made. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Let me tell you about one of my favorite plays when it comes to my automobile. I take it to Dave Mays Automotive. Why? Because I trust the team to treat me and my vehicle with respect, integrity, and honesty. If you're tired of being treated like a number at the chain stores, make a great play and head to Dave Mays Automotive located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road. Brakes, A.C., oil changes, tires, engine and transmission work, and, of course, their famous bug check. Modern to import, diesel trucks, and fleet service, they do it all. Learn more at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive,
13: we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car.
0: the UF Weather Center. Here is your WRUF weather update.
10: Highs so today will reach into the lower 80s, a couple of degrees above where we should be for this time of the year with plenty of sunshine. Partly cloudy skies expected tonight. Temperatures fall into the middle 60s. Tomorrow we'll start to introduce some changes to the forecast namely in the form of increased winds. Breezy conditions will stick around through the end of the work week and showers will return by midweek. From the UF Weather Center, our meteorologist Justin Ballard. <laughs>
5: And now, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick.
7: They finally are calling carrying. What Jordan does is a carry. I was so proud. They called it not once but twice, but three times. And I went,
14: yes, yes.
7: That's a big advantage. But they are they're calling that, and I like it. It's about time. The Dan Patrick Show.
0: Dan and the Danettes, and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. And anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
10: This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators.
2: Looking for the best pizza in town? Head on over to Leonardo's Millhopper. The pizza and garlic knots are incredible. We'll have you coming back for more. That's Leonardo's Pizza Millhopper. Make sure to tell them Shane sent you.
1: Welcome back to Sports Scene. CJ says the team with the flu vaccine looked much better, but our non-existent 2 the offense got worse. Oh. And where's number 33 been all year? Can, can, uh, if, can you've watched, yeah, if you've watched, uh, Uman, Uman Mielin's been there all year long. That, that's the first question. Now to your two-minute. Yeah, I
2: I can't tell you how many people have reached out to me about that. I don't think people understand when they watch football what's going on. And this is not taking a shot at anybody, but you got to understand the situation. We got the ball back with a little over two minutes to go and three timeouts. We call a shot play. It's not open downfield. Anthony gets to his outlet guy, which was Xavier Henderson on our sideline, but overshoots him by about 12 feet. If he completes that ball, he runs for 15 and gets out of bounds. Now you got your two minute drive going. Well, you throw an incomplete pass, then I think we run the next play and get stuff. AM calls timeout. We don't convert on third. We punt it. They score. We get it back with a minute left. Okay. First, ser- first play there. Whether the play clock was screwed up or whatever, Anthony didn't notice it. He gets a delay of game. Next play, they call zone, outside zone left. Anthony went the wrong way, took off running, didn't run out of bounds. Try to run over somebody. The clock kept going. Now you're second and fourteen. There's no reason to try to force something. So you got to look at the big picture, people. And uh, I had zero problem with it. I know people have problems with it, but you got to understand the situation.
1: All right, let's take some calls. Tony's up first. Hi, Tony. How
15: you doing, fellas? Good. Going into this game, I was um, really interesting with Zipper being out. um, Would it force Billy to go more? You know, eleven personnel and um, ten personnel, and, and I saw they did use a list, and I think it it, it actually improved the offense a little bit. Uh, that's my first question. What do you think on that? And the second question is, um, the, Shane, you have watched the practices. This the, the team seem to uh, substitute a lot of positions except the safeties. Is the second team safeties that much of a drop off that they they don't change them out when they're the First team's not
2: doing well. You know, quite honestly, they switch out everybody all the time in practice. Uh, but but in the, in the in the game situation, like every other series, we change our change our corners. Uh, every now and then they'll make a move at the nickel and at the safety position, but not often. Same way in you know at practice and, and on offense, they rotate a lot of receivers. They don't do that in a game at all. Um, back to your first question, yeah, we did run a lot of eleven personnel. I thought. I thought Xanders played his best game of the of the year. I don't even know if he he caught a ball, but he blocked it extremely well. I thought Jason Odom. Well, there I go again. Jonathan Odom. I said it a million times on the show too. Jason, uh, Jonathan Odom played well, but yeah, we did go eleven personnel, and you know maybe having Zipper out
1: helped the offense. I know that may sound silly, but maybe it did. I, I think that yeah. Tony, the, the the proof is going to be. I think. When they play a better defensive team. Well, defense. that's true, too. Because A&M is not good on defense.
15: Well, if Zipper is out, and I wonder if, you know, if the staff see that, you know, hey, maybe this may be more suited for our personnel to go that route versus sticking with the system.
2: Yeah, I mean, time will tell. We'll see what happens this week against South Carolina. I do know that they're a little bit better up front defensively than A&M. But, uh, no, I thought we had really good rhythm. Uh, offensively on Saturday.
15: I
1: right. I think so. Okay. Thank you. Bring Rick to the show. Hi, Rick.
16: Yes, sir. Good morning, gentlemen. Just wanted to say, uh, I want everybody to keep in mind, uh, this Saturday's game, though it did look better, uh, it came against a team that has a horrible win-loss record who hadn't stopped anybody, didn't stop anybody Saturday, and Richardson missed a ton of wide-open plays did he or did he not? Did I see it wrong?
2: He missed some throws, but he he made more throws than he's been making. Um, he was the, my favorite throw that I think he's had since he's been a Gator was the uh, fade route to Qua- uh, Frasier's. Uh, you know, I I told somebody if that had been thrown on a Gator defender, we'd be screaming how we can't cover anybody. But it was perfect coverage, the perfect throw, and an unbelievable catch um but he played much better against the a&m defense and and we do know a&m is not very good um, but he was he was more in control that's what i saw
16: well I, I would agree except for i keep even though it was a better game better qb in uh because of the weakness of the other team i keep coming back to this inconsistency thing that that I see there even when it's good, and is it just my eyes, or am I am I am I wrong?
1: Rick, let me address this because you make the same point every week. Okay, and you're entitled yeah, to did. do that,
16: and you're entitled to do
1: that. But let let me give you a total different analogy. If if you are working in a new job, it's going to take you some time to get to where you're going to do well in that job. No personnel, know what you're supposed to do. It's the same thing with him. He's not been a starter for very long. He's learning as he goes. That's just the fact of the matter. So, even when he improves, people will then, well, he missed a bunch of throws. Guess what? Yesterday, Aaron Rodgers missed some throws too. He's pretty damn good. So, you, you, he is what he is, and either fans are going to have to understand he, they're watching him grow, they're watching a work in progress, or not.
16: Well, let me let me take it right to Aaron Rodgers. Either Aaron Rodgers is on the decline or the team is. That team is not doing well this year, but now bring it back to the Gators. Uh, I, I don't disagree with those statements, it's just that this inconsistency, there are QBs that step in and they do a very good job from the get-go. And we've had several of them along the way ourselves. And now we've got a situation where, again, this season's a wipeout, so it really doesn't matter much. But no, it's not a training. wipeout.
1: If you ask any player in that, it may be to you, because if you don't win a national championship, then the season's a bust. Well, ask anybody in that locker room if the season is a wipeout.
16: Well, I, again, I would agree with that statement. But, again, two different sets of priorities here. One is a fan, one is a player. Right. So, yeah, there's a difference. There's a difference, no question about it. So, again, I, just comments, guys. I okay. appreciate it. Y'all have a good yep. day. Yep, thank you, Rick.
1: Jack, welcome.
16: Well, guys, the Shane Matthews SEC
17: road victory curse is over. You're dang right. Shane, Shane you got that off the chest, baby. <laughs> yeah, I was I was
2: expecting a, on the plane ride home to get a game ball, but they they still haven't given it to me. <laughs>
17: Well, uh, you know, the, you know, as a Gator fan, I, again, I, 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 I watched the Tennessee game. I watched the the, the later game with Alabama. I really, the only team I really care about is the Gators. And you know, I don't care. Uh, I, I remember we played LSU in the COVID year, right? They had only like forty five guys and beat us. So if they could have beat us. Who cares? It you know, on any given day, we won the football game. We went into a hostile environment, one of the largest stadiums in the country. We won the game. I am happy. We, we could we could, we could could finish the season out. We could go on a roll here and finish 8-4, which would be a superlative year for Coach Napier. I agree. But, again, I think, uh, um, Shane, uh, uh, do we have some talented guys in the wide receiver room that aren't just playing a lot?
2: Well, I was telling Steve, I don't know if it was on air or off air, nothing against Justin Shorter because I think he's had a pretty good year. But to right. me it just seemed different with Caleb Douglas out there, Marcus Burke, and Frazier's. Frazier's has played a bunch this year, but he hadn't been able to catch any balls, and I really liked how he played.
17: Yeah, me too. Well, guys, it's always great to be a Gator. Love your show. Take care, guys. Go Thank you, Jack.
1: Appreciate your call. 1245 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jullaby, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF.
0: Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. On ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
8: Good afternoon, I'm Victoria Cywick. Both Florida basketball teams tip off their seasons today at home. The women will host Florida A&M, and the men will host Stony Brook. Catch coverage starting right here for the women's game at 520, and the men's at 745. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers snapped their three-game losing streak last night with a win over the Los Angeles Rams. The Bucks sit at first in the NFC South with a Sunday Night Football matchup against the Seattle Seahawks up next. With this win, Tom Brady became the first player in NFL history to throw for more than 100,000 yards. And in the NHL, the Tampa Bay Lightning take on the Edmonton Oilers tomorrow. The Bolts are currently seven four and one on the season. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Victoria Sywic.
1: been telling you for a while now about the Road Heaver Boys Ranch, a terrific local charity. It's in Polatka, and they really subsist because of you and your donations. If you have an unwanted or unused vehicle, they will gladly take it off your hands. And I'm not just talking a car. It can be a motorcycle, just about any kind of vehicle. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch can use it. They house at-risk young boys from troubled homes, And it is sustained by your donated vehicles. And they learn real-life skills because they fix them up, repair them. They also resell them. So if you have an unused or unwanted vehicle of any kind, please consider donating it to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch, and your donations are tax-deductible. To find out more, Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org.
15: Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Here, what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry.
5: I first heard of Exceptional Dentistry through family. Our dentist had retired, and we were looking for a new dentist, and I valued everybody's input from the family. And so they said that it was professional, well done, friendly staff. Uh, They were just so impressed. I would like people to know about Exceptional Dentistry that you can trust them implicitly to do the best job ever. It's not your worry. Let's put the worry in their hands and then you'll have great outcome. Let them do their thing. It's a great spot. We recommend them to everybody.
15: This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com.
10: That's exceptionaldentistry.com.
8: At Radiant Credit Union, we can't read minds, but we're pretty sure you'd like to save some money. Radiant gives our members a few ways to save a little every day. For starters, Radiant members who use their Visa debit card for signature purchases earn a nickel back on each transaction. And with our Even Up Savings account, they also earn an amazing rate on their spare change from every purchase. Find out all the ways Radiant Credit Union helps you earn and save at radiantcu.org slash earn more. Federally insured by NCUA. Beko's new line of dishwashers feature Corner Intense, the first sprayer that cleans all the way to the corners. Beko achieves this performance using 50% less water and 25% less energy than U.S. standards for dishwashers, which is why when you choose Beko, you not only get cleaner dishes, but you're making the planet cleaner too. Save energy and money with gift card rebates up to $200 on eligible models until December 31st. Visit Beko.com for more details. That's V-E-K-O ocom
7: Get ready for game day, Gator Nation. Join your fellow UF alumni and friends to cheer on the orange and blue before each Gator home game at the Gator Nation tailgate sponsored by GEICO. Located at Emerson Alumni Hall, directly across the street from the swamp, you'll have a prime view of Gator Walk, live music, games, and all kinds of family-friendly fun. Featuring barbecue and beverages from Mojo's Hogtown and exclusive Gator gear from the UF Bookstore. Learn more at ufalumni.ufl.edu. Go Gators!
9: Chronic joint pain has a snowball effect. It's not just the pain.
7: What that did
12: is just make me depressed that I couldn't get back into the gym, and I was inactive, gaining weight. I had to find another alternative.
9: And for Chad, that alternative was QC Kinetics and the non-surgical natural biologic treatments that can give lasting relief to aching hips, shoulders, knees, and backs. Once they explained it, it made sense. Putting what we have inside our body back into us in a certain strategic way to heal up in a natural process was fantastic. QC Kinetics treatments take place right in the office. No downtime, no surgery. And as for the outcome, I'm just back to bouncing around, having fun, doing my work, living pain-free. Don't let chronic joint pain rob you of your quality of life. Discover advanced regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics. Call now to learn more. It's a free consultation.
7: Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered.
0: Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app.
2: If your business struggles to keep employees, give StaffLink a call at 877-899-LINK
1: and ask for Heather. No business is too small. For an i Russell email srussell at WIUF.com. Along with the Gator QB, Shane Matthews, I'm Steve Russell. Here we go. Steven says, is Bama all but eliminated for the playoff? Please say yes.
2: I say yes.
1: Yeah, it w- it would take an extraordinary turn of events for them to be in it again. Todd says, believe A.R. is a great athlete with physical talent. I've been critical of him, although we won. It was A&M. Is it wrong for me to expect Florida to beat Carolina Vandy and Florida State before I admit we're seeing progress in A.R.'s ability to read a defense? Well, they don't necessarily go hand you, – you can win the game and have Richardson not play well.
2: Yeah, and, you know, they're not asking him to read defenses, quite honestly. I mean, in theory – you know, he throws the touchdown to Frazier. It was man coverage. That's an easy, easy read. You, you know, you got one-on-one. On one, let's throw it out there. Uh, he made a really good throw. Uh, we were fortunate the defender fell down in the end zone on the touchdown to Caleb Douglas. But I, I thought he was in com- complete control for the most part of the game.
1: And he, goes, he says, is it AR not making reads, not making throws, or the play design I should be more skeptical of?
2: I mean, I thought they had a great
1: plan. I thought I, – I don't I, – I, I don't know what he's referring to. Williams says a is a bad football team, but I agree with Shane. AR's best game, but the offense hasn't been this team's major issue in the four games lost. Average points, twenty-six, not great but not bad. Amazing when our defense actually has a pulse. We actually stand a chance. However, the question is: Is this defense actually improving, or is A&M just that bad?
2: Huh. A&M was bad, but I liked how we flew around. Here, here's the thing that just baffles me, Steve. Maybe you can help me. Because on my show, and I get all these texts flying back on the plane from buddies, we can't cover anybody at all. I'm like, okay, first of all, they have two legit wideouts Moose Muhammad and Eric uh, number one. I forgot his name. I mean, these dudes are legit. We're not going to shut them out. Has any quarterback that you've been covering football for how many years? Yeah, a lot. Uh, Had gone 0 for 22 in the passing game. They're going to complete
1: balls. But what people... It's just like with Richardson, Shane. It's hard to, to get out of your mind what's happened in previous years, too. And I think... And I get criticized for this all the time, and it's fine. I think it's a small segment of the fan base that's just unrealistic... In its expectation, especially now, with offenses and the and the rules being skewed for offenses. But I mean, w- last time I checked, Joe Hayden
2: had balls completed on him. Here, <laughs> I yeah. mean, it's just you, it's so hard to cover the. Pa- I mean, when we complete balls, is it their defense is terrible, or do we have a good design no. play?
1: No. It's a great offense. Yeah.
2: Well, people need to look at it from both sides, regardless if you're a fan of the other team or not.
1: Cliff says, you're right, Shane. Most fans that criticize situational play calling only have a basic knowledge of football, which is why they're in the stands at home watching the game and not on the field. Yeah. Coaching, that was Cliff, not me. Uh, but my... I, I agree with that. I mean, and I'm not taking a shot at a fan, but you got to understand
2: situations. You, you know, yes, we would have loved to have scored points at the end of the half, but things went bad when you get a delay a game or your quarterback goes the wrong way on a play. And I guarantee you ninety-nine percent of the people didn't think that didn't know that Anthony
1: busted that play, but he did. Here's Lee, who says you've got callers that only complain about AR, never compliment him. The last three games, nine hundred and thirty-five yards total offense, nine TDs, zero turnovers. He was put into an offense that doesn't suit him perfectly and he's gradually gotten better versus two of the top three teams in the country. He had 778 yards of total offense, seven touchdowns. There are players, it takes a couple of years to get better. Look at Bo Nix.
2: Yeah, I I don't know if it's not a good offense. I think it's a really good offense for his skill set.
1: I do, too. And I think they've adapted to his skill set.
2: Yeah, and, you know, the, the, the biggest thing is when it drives me insane also when people, we need to run the ball more with him. Do you not think Billy Napier and them know what kind of runner he is? Yes, but... If the defense in the, in the read game is forcing him to give it, it's not his job to pull
1: it, you know, because he's doing his job. Yeah, but that's because you have to understand, to your point. He's executing the play. What the offense is doing and what the play is. Right. And what the read is. Yes. Exactly. Um, Mike says, what a difference upping the offensive tempo made taking most snaps with 20-plus seconds to go on the clock, allowed Richardson, the offense, to get into rhythm, didn't allow the opposing defense to rest, make substitutions. Secondary finally playing tight coverage, especially in the second half, was a huge improvement. It's a shame it took eight games to make these changes. Well, I will
2: address that. I thought the tempo was very good, but it was the same thing we've been doing all year. Uh, when you complete passes and the ball's moving, the tempo looks great. When you fire them in the ground, and now it's second and ten, it, it slows your tempo down. Secondary played the exact same coverages they did in the first half as they did the second half. Um, we just we
1: came up with two huge sacks to end the game. BB says we can takeaways. Are the Jets trying to be the LSU of the NFL? J E T I never never. They would hold Buffalo to seventeen points. Yeah.
2: And, I mean, it's uh, – Buffalo, regardless, i I'll argue with another friend. I was like, look, the NFL is so crazy. Buffalo is the best team in football. Yeah, they have two losses.
1: I will still take them to go to the Super Bowl. But their quarterback played bad, and he even admitted it. Yep. Uh, he said, uh, weird feeling when I asked you about Arkansas Friday. SEC may possibly be down to Georgia in the playoffs. A Pac-12 team in TCU may be now in. Despite a not-so-great and sick opponent, our Gators play one of their most complete games. Glimpses of potential – Most likely sending Anthony to the NFL this spring. Ohio State looks at times like Alabama, but with weaker opponents. And he says, go Saints. Well, I mean, a lot there. Yeah. Uh, Finally, uh, in our emails, Tom, uh, I'm concerned about FSU. Are they as good as they looked against Miami? How do the Gators match up with FSU? That's so far away. Yeah,
2: I wouldn't worry about that. But
1: FSU, they've got a very good quarterback.
2: Yeah, he's a really good college quarterback that – has turned into a better quarterback than I thought he would be. Um but yeah they're they look the game the two games that the Gators and the Knowles played this week, they both played some bad opponents.
1: Yeah Miami has it's just it, they're bad. Whew. Greg to tell you after the break, that is our first hour and still plenty of time to call and give your thoughts, questions, and comments. By the way, Florida does play South Carolina this week, just just for whatever <laughs> that's worth. Uh, and remember that was a team that was part of the spiral last year. And I think some people have forgotten that. that I think it's just a given that flows going to beat South Carolina, but that was not the case last year. You're tuned to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. I'm Steve Russell, back with Hour 2.
0: WRUF Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville, from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM,
9: WRUF. It is one of the top five most important purchases you're going to make in your entire life. International Diamond Center's Ryan McKellen talking about your engagement ring. We take the time to make sure that you have that peace of mind in that purchase. At IDC, peace of mind starts with a hand-picked certified diamond that is cut for maximum brilliance. And when I put my diamond up against a diamond that you can find in almost any other retail location, we're going to end up beating the competition because our product stands out to the eye of the beholder. It sparkles more, it jumps off the ring, and just outperforms. And to showcase that diamond, IDC has rings from premier designers like Takori, Viraggio, Henry Dossi, and many more. IDC carries brands that other stores are not even allowed to carry. And then you get the strongest warranties in the jewelry industry, backed by a family who stands behind every purchase for life. Our integrity is paramount. We take care of your ring for life. We invite you in as an extension of our family. But you always know that you're getting top quality products. So that peace of mind that the customer gets is unbelievable. International Diamond Center for that once-in-a-lifetime purchase at Celebration Point. I love the
7: ocean.
12: Me? I love a slow winding river. I love the lake, slick as glass. But nothing compares to what you love inside the boat. My family.
11: My child. My best friend from first grade.
12: If you're behind the wheel of a boat, pay attention. That way your favorite water will always be safe water. Learn more about boating safety at myfwc.com. Brought to you by the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission.
7: Want to make a big impact this election? Voting yes on single-member districts is a vote for accountability. Voting yes on single-member districts is a vote for true representation for all of Alachua County. This is the first time in 40 years that we have an opportunity to fix our local government and finally have a say in who represents us. Don't let this opportunity for fair elections pass us by. Let's come together and stand up for Alachua County. Vote yes on single-member districts on November 8th. Pay political advertisement paid for by leading for our future. 115 East Park Avenue, Suite 1, Tallahassee, Florida, 32301.
11: Fall means more than football. It's also a great time to get your trees ready for winter. Daughtry Tree Service, the tree service people, is standing by to help you with all your removal, trimming, pruning, and more projects. Free estimates. At Daughtry Tree Service, there is no tree too tall. We do them all.
7: There's a feeling of pride and excellence that comes with living in gator country. Just ask Chuck Bush at Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. A safe running vehicle needs regular upkeep, so Bush Auto Repair specializes in same-day maintenance. And when she's not running, an ASE tech and computer diagnostic will identify the problem and fix it right the first time. Straight talk and excellent service you'd expect in the swamp. Read their reviews. Keeping cars on the road since 1954. Call Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. Strike up the band. It's time once again for Wolfstock. Wolfstock. That's right. The Humane Society of North Central Florida's annual fundraiser is back. Thursday, November 10th at beautiful Santa Fe River Ranch in Alachua. Presented by FFP Law. Come enjoy live music, delicious food and drinks, an incredible silent auction, and lots of funky fun. All proceeds from Wolfstock will directly support the Humane Society of North Central Florida. See you at Wolfstock. How do you decide who to call when you're injured
18: in an accident? Don't call a branch office of a figurehead that lives in a far off city. Call an attorney that is local to your community. One that gives back to your community and wins cases right here in Gainesville. I'm Jack Fine with Fine Cash and Piano, and I live here in this community with you. We go to the same grocery stores as you. We attend the Gator football games with you. When we are fighting against insurance companies for our clients, it's personal. Visit FFPlaw.com for a free consultation.
0: Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98, one FM at 8.50 AM WRUF.
2: At hey, Titan MRI, you'll visit the only locally owned and operated MRI Energy Center in town. Call them up, start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com.
1: Welcome into Hour 2 of Sports Scene. Brad is producing the program today. We thank you for your questions, calls, and comments and listening in. 392-8255. You can email srussell at com. Florida Vanderbilt is a nooner next week. So we thought that. Yeah. And then So you can just go out to Broadway Street all night and just roll right into the stadium. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, FSU will be a, a night game, and then we'll worry about a bowl game. Greg will lead us off in the hour. Hi, Greg.
6: Hey, gentlemen, enjoying the show on Monday, as always. It's even better when we win. Yeah, that that pass from Anthony through in the corner to the Frazier's. I don't know how to say his name. It's spelled kind of fun. I got you to say Frazier's. Frazier's. That was a great pass and an even better catch. And my question, though, to you, gentlemen, is Is who do you think is going to probably put up the most formidable uh, uh game for Florida remaining? I know Florida State's got a lot of athletes. They always do. But I'm kind of worried about Spencer Rattler at South Carolina, Steve, to your point about nobody asking about him. The guy's got wheels and he can move around and we kind of have a hard time, uh, um, uh, the uh, Nebraska quarterback can't think of his name, but we have a hard time traditionally trying to, you know, uh, grab hold of those, those running quarterbacks, although they do practice with one every day, but just your thoughts on, especially you saying, who could probably in your eyes in, in your opinion, beat Florida in these next three games. And I'll listen off air and congrats to Tom Brady for being the first QB for throwing 100,000 yards and congrats to your Jets, Steve.
2: Okay, thank you, Greg. Well, nobody's going to throw for 100,000 yards ever. No. Um, What do you ask me? Um, (laughs) Oh, who could beat us? Well, we could lose all three, I mean, if you don't play right. But realistically, FSU, um, I I do not think South Carolina is a very good football team. They sit at six and three, but have beat a bunch of cupcakes. Uh, Vanderbilt is Vanderbilt. So the, the seven o'clock Friday night game after Thanksgiving in Tallahassee will be interesting.
1: If you look at South Carolina, they've not played a very good schedule to your point. They they can run the ball. Very good they at running the they ball. They got some very physical runners. Yes. But Rattler has been in my opinion very inconsistent. Mm-hmm. And so and they had trouble stopping Vanderbilt's running attack last week. So if you don't see a healthy dose of Montreal Johnson and ETN, something's wrong. Jim, hello.
4: Yes, uh, Steve and uh, Shane. Um, I know a lot of Florida fans are they're just the way they are, but uh, look, it it is gonna get better and things are doing well and they played well. The one play that was uh, kind of like a trick play where they flipped it back to Anthony Richardson. He was supposed to throw the ball down the field, got called for, illegal for grounding the ball, which was probably the right call. But shouldn't there have been a receiver on down the field? That play is designed for a long pass, not some short out type of thing. Did you Jane, did you see anything that broke
19: down on that play?
2: Yeah, so we ran a flea flicker, if I remember correctly. We had a guy running yeah. deep deep to the post and then you usually have a crossing route. Uh the crossing route was going towards the A and M sideline though. Uh they covered the heck out of everything. And Anthony made the right decision by not throwing it down the field. Uh, if he just gets outside the tackle box, it's yeah. maybe maybe they don't call it, even though there's no no receivers over there. Sometimes you never know with the rules. But um, look, he'll 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 learn from that. But it it's it's a penalty that I think Billy Napier and them can live
10: with.
4: Yeah, yeah. He just, uh, but they were. I just I didn't see it. They didn't show it on the TV and stuff very much, but. So the receivers were really covered. It would have been a a chance anyway if he'd just thrown the ball down the field.
2: Yeah, he made a good, wise decision not slinging it down there.
1: Okay, thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Yep, thank you, Jim. You know, you look at – this was last week's stats before Vanderbilt, but you look at South Carolina and they're not at the bottom and they're not at the top. They are a middle-of-the-pack team – in almost every statistic you look at. I mean, they now, they are um, last in the league um, in a couple of categories, past interceptions um, being one of them. Um, but before we go to Carolina, I want to talk about the SEC now and the playoff, which the poll comes out tomorrow. Is Tennessee still in it? I think so, but they're going to need a lot of help, in my opinion. Okay, who is, who would you think? We'll talk more about this tomorrow, but who
2: would be in your top four now? Well, obviously Georgia. Uh, I, I'm still going to keep Ohio State in there. I didn't. Get, I, I kept the score kept popping up on our little Mont TVs in the in the booth. And I'm going. What in the world is going on? Then I saw some highlights. How bad the weather was, but that's no excuse because they're so much better than Northwestern. I'm still going to keep them there. I'm going to keep Michigan there, but one of them. Depending on what else happens, one of them is going to be knocked out because they have to play each other. But then you got TCU. Now they've played some difficult people. They still have some difficult games ahead, and then they'll have to play the Big Twelve Championship. I think if they run if they win all of those, I think they deserve to get in. Me too. Um, who am I leaving out, Steve? Clemson. I think they're done after their performance. LSU. Everybody says they're still in the mix. I think the only way they have to win the SEC championship game obviously. How about can a Pac-12 team yes. sneak in? Yes. So you got 3 teams out there, right? You got USC, UCLA, Oregon. and Oregon, all with one loss. Uh now USC and UCLA play each other. So one of them will be out. Has Oregon played both of those? I think I don't know if they've played USC yet. I don't think they have. I don't right. think that. But Oregon is probably playing the best football of anybody out there. But They got beat so bad by Georgia. Is the committee going to want to see them, you know, get matched up with Georgia possibly in the first round?
1: And, you know, about a fan base, I mean, poor Auburn, right? But I wonder what they're thinking about Bo Nix. Like, what? Who is this guy who's been really good He really has been playing well. Uh, Tim says to our conversation here, if Ohio State, TCU, and USC make the final four with Georgia, which offense has the best chance to score points on Georgia's defense? I would say uh, Ohio State. I, I th- USC's got a really good offense,
2: but I don't know about their running attack. I know you, Ohio State has two really good running backs.
1: Patrick thinks most fans are happy with AR's play. Loved his touch pass on the corner. Tony says the AM trip was awesome. Only downside, I forgot my earbuds to listen to you. Need to take a few Shane Matthews shots after turnover sponsored by Wild Turkey, but we didn't. <laughs> That's right. Uh, all right. Let's get uh some calls again uh, if you're just tuning in Vandy is a noon kickoff next week and then I want to also um uh, talk about Frank Reich being fired I I look I don't know he, he seemed like a decent guy they're 3-5 and 1 so it isn't like they're you know, zero and eight, right? right? I mean, they're not. Or, they're not out of it. Or in Carolina, division. right? And I don't know how much input he had in deciding if they should get Matt Ryan or not, but he just didn't work out. And I mean, who who on that team is a dynamic receiver? They've always been built on Jonathan Taylor, and he's been hurt, and he's been hurt in the offensive line. But so is this. don't you point the finger at the front office a little bit as opposed to the coach?
2: Yeah, and I want to say their backup running back who's a decent player, they traded away to somebody the other day. Um, And then we got word that the interim coach is going to be Jeff Saturday who's working for ESPN. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know how that's possible, Steve, because he doesn't know their coaching staff. I mean, he may know some of them,
1: but he doesn't know what they're doing offensively and defensively. Yeah, he, the only thing he has is a Colts tie. Yeah, he was right? the center
2: when Peyton played.
1: And and isn't it interesting? You flip the switch with with Indy. How about Seattle? Man, it,
2: I, for for whatever reason, I saw some of their game yesterday, and they're what six and three now. Yes,
1: and Geno Smith is playing lights out. See, he couldn't start for the Jets. He couldn't start for the. I mean, and he go and and. Look how much Pete Carroll was criticized with Russell Wilson about the offense they were running.
2: Yeah, they look great.
1: And what's happened with Russell Wilson in Denver. Yeah. Their maybe, offense maybe, is struggling. Maybe he
2: was the problem.
1: See, that, that's the great thing about sports, but that also is what's hard to fathom. Right. Because you just don't know.
2: Because he, he wanted all that money to stay in Seattle, and they said no. He gets traded, and he's making a ton of money for the Broncos, and they can't get first downs. Yeah.
1: 113, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's
0: what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
8: Good afternoon. I'm Scarlett Cooney. A doubleheader is in store for tonight with Gator men's and women's basketball both having their first games of the season. Florida Women's Basketball will host the Florida A&M Rattlers at 5.30. Catch coverage beginning right here at 5.20. Gator Men's Basketball will host the Stony Brook Seawolves at 8, with coverage beginning here at 7.45. In the NFL, Week 9 wraps up tonight as the Saints host the Ravens. Kickoff for this matchup is set for 8.15. Bucks quarterback Tom Brady is making headlines again. The 45-year-old became the first player in NFL history to throw for more than 100,000 yards. In other NFL news, the Indianapolis Colts have fired head coach Frank Reich and have named Jeff Saturday interim head coach. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Scarlett Cooney.
0: ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
1: If you want to join a team that's making a difference in people's lives, that team, ladies and gentlemen, is Arthrex. They're hiring right now. Arthrex develops innovative technologies that help treat orthopedic injuries from pro athletes to weekend warriors. They care about helping people get back in the game, and their employees care as well. If you're looking to make a difference, join a global company that provides exciting career opportunities and unique benefits with locations in Florida, Florida, California, and South Carolina, and they are hiring now. Check out available jobs at careers.arthrex.com. That's careers.arthrex.com. If
12: you're a diabetic,
1: we have great
12: news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test
13: and inject daily, you may qualify. Call US Med now to learn more. 800 513 1652. 800 513 1652. 800 513 1652.
8: That's 800 513 1652. Mom, can I have some ice cream? I've got a better idea. Who wants to help me make something fun and healthy instead?
2: Me, me. Eating smarter is easy and delicious. Interested in receiving healthy recipes and a whole lot more in your email? Then register at healthiestweightfl.com and learn more about all the small steps that you can take on the way to living healthy. This message is sponsored by the Ounce of Prevention Fund of Florida, the Florida Department of Health, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station.
11: Attention contractors, land developers, farm and ranch owners. Groven Construction is a heavy civil and site development company in the Gainesville area. They have A3 rated structural screen filled dirt and topsoil. If you need filled dirt for any of your farm or business projects, Groven Construction can deliver. This A3 rated structural screen filled dirt and topsoil is perfect for pastures, arenas, construction projects, site work and development. Call Groven Construction today for pricing and to schedule your pickup or delivery. 352 2040102. That's 352 2040102.
15: Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry.
6: What you can say about how the procedures have affected my life is that they haven't. I lose track of which teeth are my real teeth and which are the implants and which have crowns and which don't. They don't give me pain and I'm able to use them and I'm 71 years old and you know I can still eat steak and apples and whatever else I want to eat. What I would like people to know about exceptional dentistry is that it's just a good place to come to have dental work done. From the staff, through the physicians, through the dentists, um, they're top notch. I, I just don't think you could find a better place to have dental work done than exceptional dentistry.
15: This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com.
18: Sports is about overcoming obstacles. This is Ernie Johnson, Jr., and those are the stories I love to tell in the broadcast booth. But the courage of college athletes is more than matched by another group of young men. The boys fighting Duchenne muscular dystrophy. It's the most prolific genetic killer diagnosed in childhood. And there's no cure. But college football coaches are doing something about it. And you can help. It's called Coach to Cure MD. Text the word cure to 501 501 to donate $25 on your next mobile phone bill. Or go online at CoachToCureMD.org. Text the word cure to 501-501 today. Help college football coaches cure MD. You'll be proud you did.
20: Brought to you by the American Football Coaches Association.
10: The UPS store locations are independently owned. Products, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details.
21: Want to make a big impact this election? Voting yes on single member districts is a vote for accountability. Voting yes on single member districts is a vote for true representation. This is the first time in 40 years that we have an opportunity to fix our local government and finally have a say in who represents us. Let's come together and stand up for Alachua County. Vote yes on single member districts on November 8th. Paid political advertisement, paid for by Leading of Our Future, 155 e park Ave, Suite 1, Tallahassee, Florida, 32301.
0: Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gears.
10: This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 91 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
2: Silverback Concrete is a family-led team of heavy concrete specialists that build commercial structures with unrivaled quality.
1: Welcome back to Sports Scene, 3928255. David is up. Hi, David.
14: Yeah. Hey, guys. Appreciate Jay call. Um... Steve, you had mentioned uh, Frank Reich uh, getting fired. You know, they have uh, their offensive line, I think, is the highest paid offensive line in the NFL, and it is awful. <laughs> so, I mean, who's who gets the blame for that? Is that the coach or the GM? I guess we'll find out now, right? Well, the coach gets the blame. He's fired. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the question is is, is, is were there misses on, on, you know, just drafting and paying these guys or is it just they're not, you know, being a coach properly?
2: Well, if they're the highest-paid offensive line, that means those guys have been around the league for a while because I don't think they would be young players. Uh, but, yeah. you know, I first of all, it all starts at the quarterback position. They've had so much instability there when you had, what, Carson Wentz. Who came over there before him? Who was their quarterback? I can't even remember who the quarterback was before him. Didn't they have Phillip Rivers for you? Yep, it's like Rivers. they've had a yeah, rent Phillip a quarterback Phillips, yeah. each year. Yep. And, um, <laughs> you know, but it all starts, you know, when you think of the Colts the last few years playing really good, solid defense and running the football with Jonathan Taylor. And he's been out and I don't know how much longer he's going to be out.
14: Yeah. Well, again, it's, uh, I mean, i I watched him a little bit because I have a brother who's a big fan of theirs and it's, uh, you know that's hard for them, even Taylor to run the ball behind that line right now. So um, I had a question. Yeah, you know, people say to me, you know, we talk. I mean, I know Jane. You've talked about it. Yeah, you know, quarterbacks are supposed to throw the ball. Um, but you have do you have quarterbacks like Jaden Daniels at LSU who who run it quite a bit as well. Uh, and and you yeah, know, of course, they want to know why uh, AR doesn't run it more. At, uh, my my thoughts were that because of Daniel's uh, he's a pretty good passer that they got to respect the pass more so they can't sell out on on uh, you know him running it. Is that is that the case there well he's been
2: throwing the ball time? he's been throwing the ball real well ever since the Florida game but they're not designing his runs maybe a handful here and there but most of his runs are on scrambles and he's a right. he is a he is fast I mean he yeah. just he outran everybody on Alabama multiple times the other night but. Yeah, that, that's the thing is I think fans they see these these so called dual threat guys take off running a lot and they think they're designed runs but they're not they're 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 basically scramble plays and that's what right. that's what causes defenses problems and you don't have to be a great runner to do that but uh, he's an, he's 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 quick and fast
14: yeah and last question is uh, Bo Nix I mean. What do you attribute his, you know, doing well? Just not playing against SEC defenses or just a different offense that fits him better?
2: Oh, man, that's a good question because, you know, when Bo was here in the Swamp, uh, what year was that? That's the year Trask. We had the long run by P. Ryan, I believe. He was the quarterback. And I remember Coach Spur and I talking about it. he would drop back. he takes take the snap out of the gun and just start running right or left. You know, never, like, took his steps to scan the field and make a throw. And he was still young. I think he had way too much pressure on him going to Auburn because his dad played Mm -hmm. there. Uh, I think Mm -hmm. everybody thought he might be the savior or something like that. And quite honestly, he probably didn't fit into what Brian Harsin wanted to do last year. And I haven't watched enough Oregon games, but I do know statistically he's playing
1: real well. Yeah. I right, appreciate it. Okay, David, thank you. Three nine two eight two five five. you can email russell at wruf.com. Shane, I want to talk about Alabama for mm-hmm. a second because of the lofty or ridiculous expectation that they have for their fan base because of what they've done in the past. We're talking about an Alabama team that is not 2-7. and seven right right but it is interesting that they just are lacking a dominant receiver and it has certainly been a factor into the quarterback not being as good their leading receiver is gibbs that's not the what the they tailback yeah, yeah that's not what they dialed up for right and the thing that's most stunning is that they just commit stupid penalties? I wonder what their fan base is talking about with that. Because I've never seen a Saban team. I'm not sure if it's undisciplined, not smart, combination of both, but they've done it all year. It's like they've done it. They've done it all year long.
2: You know, I follow. Uh, I get on Twitter every now and then just to get stuff, but I follow some of the Alabama guys I played against that I'm pretty. I wouldn't say great friends, but, I, you know, when I see them, I talk to them. And some of those guys have come out and just said, they, these guys aren't playing to the Alabama standard, and it's they think it's because of the NIL, the money, you know, which it's interesting to take. What is their record right now? How many games have they won? Are they 6-2 and two or 7-2? Uh, I think they're 6-2, but don't hold me to that. Alabama, th- this team, Alabama – Could be undefeated. If you think about it, you know they had a field goal to win it against Tennessee and missed it. But I think they're seven and two. If I'm not mistaken. seven and two, I just looked. They could they could be nine and zero. They could easily be five and four. If you think about it, Steve. Yeah. They fortunate to beat Texas. Yep. Fortunate to beat uh, a And M. Believe it or not. Yes. I mean, so it's 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 so unique. But when I watch Alabama play. I think Bryce Young is having as good a year as he had as as when he went to Heisman. I agree. I mean, he is phenomenal. He's one of the reasons why they're not worse. Correct. I think that Gibbs is one of the best running backs they've ever had. I mean, I think he's the next Alvin Kamara. But outside of that, they don't have much. And I think the biggest disappointment, I wouldn't say to me because I could care less about them, but Will Anderson – And the defensive line, you know, I had people telling me before the season that they thought this might be Saban's best defense he's ever had. And they're horrible. I mean, not horrible, but they don't don't pressure the quarterback with their front four like most Alabama teams. And obviously they've had trouble covering folks.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's funny. They've only given up 165 points. And Georgia's given up 97. So, I mean, it isn't that – if you look at just points against – Alabama is number two in the SEC it's their offense that's not been as prolific
2: yeah the other night uh you know Bryce still threw for 300 something yards but his completion percentage was low because he was running for his life you know what what they did a great job and I remember when we got into the playoffs when I was coaching high school ball against my my kid when my kid was the quarterback when you're a shorter quarterback there's nothing worse than guys coming in the A gaps or the B gaps right in your face, and it seemed like the LSU did that all night, bull rushing right in the middle. Because when you bring them on the outside, you still have your vision and you can step up in the pocket and find lanes. Before they were, pre- they were really pressuring him up the middle.
1: Yeah, and think about it; they had to settle for all those field goals the other night too. Mm-hmm. They couldn't put it in the end zone. 128, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Still plenty of time for your questions, calls, and comments. ESPN, 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
0: Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN, 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
8: Order your Thanksgiving dinner from Miapa before it's too late. Thanksgiving is a day to spend with family and friends. Don't spend it in a kitchen cooking. Let Miapa do it for you. We've got your entire Thanksgiving dinner covered, from the roasted turkey to your favorite Miapa sides, rice and beans, Cuban bread, and of course, sweet plantains, all starting at $99. And don't forget dessert. Our tres leches pumpkin spice pie is the sweetest end to a delicious meal. Don't let cooking get in the way of a great meal. Get your Thanksgiving dinner at miappalatincafe.com today.
20: Got a question for you, are you sick and tired of living with that constant pain in your knees or your back? You know, joint pain doesn't just keep you from doing what you love. It affects your job, your relationships, even simple things like getting dressed. Hey, it's Greg Cassidy. It is time to call QC Kinetics. You see, QC Kinetics use advanced regenerative medicine to restore and repair your damaged joint tissue. Hips, shoulders, elbows, they can all be treated. So if you are sick and tired of steroid shots that don't work or you're trying to avoid surgery, call QC Kinetics now and schedule your free consultation. Appointments are now available for this coming week at QC Kinetics. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the villages. Call now 352 44550 352-4550. Did you get that? QC Kinetics. 352
13: 400 4550
1: College football season is here and there's lots of great plays being made. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Let me tell you about one of my favorite plays when it comes to my automobile. I take it to Dave Mays Automotive. Why? Because I trust the team to treat me and my vehicle with respect, integrity, and honesty. If you're tired of being treated like a number at the chain stores, make a great play and head to Dave Mays Automotive, located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road brakes, A.C., oil changes, tires, engine and transmission work, and, of course, their famous bug check. Modern to import, diesel trucks, and fleet service, they do it all. Learn more at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave
13: Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your
9: car there's always excitement about lighting the first fire of the season it brings family together provides comfort warmth and a gathering atmosphere the wood stove and fireplace center in gainesville on main street is the area's premier dealer of wood gas and electric fireplaces indoor or outdoor in wall or standalone plus decorative screens tool sets and more visit our showroom today and capture the warmth of the season the wood stove and fireplace center since 1975 visit online at woodstoveflorida.com
12: If you don't have a health plan through your employer, you can still get quality health insurance through the federal marketplace. Not sure where to begin? A navigator can help you cut through the clutter. There's no obligation, and getting help is always free. Open enrollment ends on January 15th, so don't wait. It's easy. From your mobile phone, dial pound 250 and say the keyword navigator. You'll have the option to receive a one-time auto-dial text message from iHeartMedia. That's pound 250, navigator.
21: Okito America's new location is now open and we want to celebrate the grand opening with you. Come help us in the Gainesville Chamber of Commerce. Cut the ribbon to Okito's second location next to the Flip Factory at 7420 West Newberry Ave on Thursday, November 10th from 5 to 7 p.m. Join us for food, music, giveaways, and tours as we showcase the new Okito America where you'll find the same great martial arts and dance classes and the same great after-school programs. Okito America, now with two locations to better serve Gainesville. RSVP today on our Facebook page.
0: From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update.
10: Highs so today will reach into the lower 80s, a couple of degrees above where we should be for this time of the year with plenty of sunshine. Partly cloudy skies expected tonight. Temperatures fall into the middle 60s. Tomorrow we'll start to introduce some changes to the forecast, namely in the form of increased winds. Breezy conditions will stick around through the end of the work week and showers will return by midweek. From the UF Weather Center, our meteorologist Justin Ballard.
0: Keyshawn, Jay, Will,
10: and Max.
22: The Packers will be at home for the playoff. After Thanksgiving, they're going to call the local storage place along with whoever can move their stuff to the storage and move it out of town for the guys that are becoming free agents and things of that nature. Their assistants are going to start planning for post-Christmas vacation. He, Jay, and Max.
0: Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF. Coming up at four, it's the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF and online at WRUF.com.
2: Visor's Rooftop at Spurrier's Gridiron Grills, the perfect place to keep the tail game going during and after Gator games. That's Visor's Rooftop, open until 1 a.m. every game day.
1: Welcome back. Uh, Pat says, watching the Bama game when Bama scored to go ahead by four, they went for two instead of kicking the extra point. Why would they do that when they'd only be ahead by six if they converted? Five or six doesn't matter. I understand the two-point conversion would have put them up by seven. As it turned out, The field goal, the United Regulation, would have won the game if they kicked the extra point. Is this what analytics says to do if so? I'm not a fan, and I was saying it was stupid before the play, so it wasn't in hindsight.
2: No, I remember the commentators mentioning something like that. I don't know if it's analytics or – I would think Saban still has the old school chart, but I don't know what it says in that situation.
1: And she also says uh, loves you on the games. Thank you. Let's get to Lewis. Lewis, hi. Hey, thanks, Steve, for taking my call. A
22: mm-hmm. uh, couple of questions. Uh, anyone knows what, what has gone wrong or has happened to Nikwan Wright, the other tailback that was starting at the beginning of the season?
1: He's going to leave the program is what I understand.
22: Oh, my God. Uh, okay, what about Whittemore?
1: And he's going to leave the program, too, here. in all likelihood.
22: Oh my God! Oh, and let me just say this: Anthony was a 61% passer this week. Yeah, sometimes he he doesn't see guys, but some of these callers that are like criticizing a young man uh, doesn't see the growth from the beginning of the of the season to now. Uh, and and he doesn't have any dominant. I heard you talk today all about Alabama having not having dominant receivers. Florida doesn't have any either. I mean, he hit Tirso right at the goal line a couple of times. He dropped him, and so you got to give him a break, and give him time, be patient. And uh, we'll see how it
1: turns out in the wash at the end of the season. Lewis, I've said this. Shane and I were just talking about this. Um, When Florida won the game Saturday, a total of six people called here after the game. Six. And today, when Florida loses, there's not enough time to take phone calls. There's not enough time to get all the phone calls and the emails in. And today, it's okay. I mean, we're we're talking about the Colts. Yeah, why is that? (laughs) Because Florida won, and because there wasn't anything egregious that was done. So Yeah, and
22: do you think people just like to criticize the
1: rookie? Yes, some, not all. And and look, I understand it's – unless you're – see, here a a gentleman called earlier and said, I'm paraphrasing what he said, this season is a wash, or this season – well – then I guess the season's a wash for about all but about ten teams, because if if the if the season's a because you don't win a national championship or an SEC championship, then but that's what some of the expectation is of fan bases now, Lewis, And it's week to week. It is a week to week proposition. That's just how yeah. it is.
22: Yeah, I, I think some of the expectations are just way overrated and. Criticism and all of that. I mean, I'm sure he can, he's taking it fairly well, but you know they got to understand Florida was left, the cupboards were left empty, and uh, oh, and then the last thing you know, you know, Steve, I'm a big fan of this. know these guys jumping on side, sides on the offensive line. You know my antidote for that, and that's stadium steps. I don't know how <laughs> Napier uh, deals with that, but boy, that had me about to bust a hole in my TV screen because of an offensive line. You can't hear, look at the ball, wait till it snaps. Well, you know, go. but that, like, that, oh, man, that killed. I, I played center in college, and so I was never offside.
2: Well, no, that's and the easy you part. Hear. You knew when to snap. Yeah. <laughs>
22: yeah, yeah. But I tell those guys on my line, look at the ball, wait on me. Even if you get off late, wait for the ball. But they could have reversed a few first downs. In fact, I think they did we get one call back, but uh, – I appreciate it. I, I too bad, right? And and uh so he's not injured. Uh uh Whittemore's not injured. Uh wow. Wow, that that those are big losses.
1: I mean that's just what I think is gonna happen. Mm-hmm. They've not said anything uh, officially. Well Naquan's got two more years, I think, and he's he's participating in senior day. Saturday. Yeah. So I mean that what does that tell you?
15: All right, oh, thank you. Two more years to
22: play all right, take yeah. Care. Thank yes. you,
1: Lewis. Uh let's see. Patrick says, if you were voting today, uh, who would your uh, top three be
2: in the Heisman voting? I mean, I'm still going to put him to hook it up. He's had a great year. I mean, just one game is not going to throw him out of there. Um, I would keep – I don't know if I could do three, quite honestly. It would be Hooker, Caleb Williams at USC. I think he's had a phenomenal year. Uh, C.J. Stroud, I guess. I really hadn't thought about this. So that's three. Who am I leaving out, Steve? Would Bo Nix no. get consideration? I have, I I mean probably. So I'm the, I'm that guy. If I was in the media, the voter, I don't think I've seen two plays of Oregon play, and probably because I'm on the road with the team, and when we have a home game, I used to get to sit around and watch games. I don't get to do that anymore. So when they talk about the West Coast guys not getting any love, I can understand that now.
1: Yeah. But it's easier
2: now to look at, because part of... I I mean, if I was a voter, I'm sorry to interrupt, but if I was a voter, I would probably tape his games and watch them.
1: Yep, and the other thing you can do too, Shane, without even doing that is, who have you played, Mm -hmm. and what have you done against, you know, it's easy to throw five touchdowns against, you know, Sisters of the Poor, right? but what do you do when you play USC or UCLA or Georgia, you know, will that first game hurt him? We'll find out.
2: Speaking of throwing for a bunch of touchdowns, I was watching, I think it was the LSU game, and they popped up the score of SMU was playing. Who was SMU playing? It was like, oh, Houston. It was like 56-35 in the first half, and the SMU quarterback had thrown seven touchdowns, and it was still the first half. I'm looking now to see how many he threw, because I just remembered that. Myron, Hello.
19: Hey, gentlemen, thank you guys for taking my call. And, guys, you know, I, congratulations to the Gators. And, and, Shane, you know, we were always talking about Richardson, his ability. And, Steve, I called. I don't think Shane was on by his leg ability. And I've been noticing in the NFL and college, and that's why people who don't see, you know, we never said he was some prolific passer. But if you're watching the new game in the NFL, every quarterback that I've been watching in the NFL the last few days and weeks, have ran for some balls and made some incredible plays. That guy, Mahomes, he's, he's incredible. And I know you guys aren't. We talking Gators, but he won the game with his legs. He can throw, but uh, but let me keep, I digress. Uh, guys, I want to also say I'm 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 that fan that I always think we're gonna win. But Steve, I call a lot, and I also want to call and get hyped up for Gator basketball. I'm already hyping it up. We ain't lost yet, so <laughs> here I go. But guys. Y'all have a great show. And yeah, some of us are always going to see the, the the orange and green blue glasses and uh, and the green was with the, the, the east side. So congratulations to Richardson and the Gators, and I hope the defense do better. And, and go Gators.
1: Byron, thank you.
23: Kevin, hello. Hey, guys. Thanks, thanks for taking the call. One of the touch base, two, two quick things. One, great win by Florida this past Saturday. I thought they would lose. Um, you know, the momentum going into that game really had, you know, had my doubts, you know, had had my doubts on the on the Gators with that game. But that's one of those things what they did, what I think they, they should have done. And they, like, for example, last year or the year before, they should have beat beaten LSU, and they didn't do it. But this year, they beat a team that they should have beaten that's down. They missed a lot of players at Texas A&M. But they found a way to win, great win for the Gators. And, and I think, not, I don't know if it's really a statement game, but they did something that I think they were supposed to do, which is beat a team on the road when they're down which was fantastic for me. And then this weekend, what stood out to me, and and I'm a prisoner of the moment, is uh, LSU. And the coaching class of 2022, we have a first-year coach in Brian Kelly. What has he done walking into a dumpster fire? Maybe it's a dumpster fire at LSU when he walked in there. I don't know. Maybe that situation was worse than Florida's. I don't know. But he's now got them on the verge of of a football playoff versus Billy Napier, his first year, And, you know, hey, it looks like we may be more bowl eligible, but it's just an interesting dynamic to see moving forward, Brian Kelly, Billy Napier, what they walked into and and the trajectory of the team moving forward. You know, it's just a fascinating thing, guys. I'm interested to hear what your comments are. Brian Kelly got some dudes, and he was able to finally beat Nick Saban once he got some dudes to to, to coach up. Interesting.
1: Thank you, Kevin. Yeah, I mean, look, like I said earlier, the dude can coach. He's proven he can coach. And he proved it at Notre Dame when he won 10 games a lot of years. There, I don't know, Shane, from a roster to roster, you know, what what roster had more talent. I mean, certainly you still had Boutte there. You certainly had some players who were still pretty good at LSU. But, I mean, he's done a great job.
2: Yeah, he has. And, uh, you know, they still sit with two losses. They beat the number six team in America, Alabama. I mean – I think Billy's done a great job too. We sit with four losses, but we beat a Utah team who was number seven in America. So uh, they both have really good wins, and time will tell, but I think they're both very good football coaches.
1: Interesting. Um, I don't know. Oh, Peyton says, one of the wish good luck to you, Shane, the rest of the Orlando Guardians of the XFL. Uh, I know you and Lamar Thomas will do well. Ron Zook being the D.C. and Seattle will definitely make me tune in.
2: That's right. There's a lot of uh, but, you know, Stoops is the head coach of the Arlington team, so yep. it should
1: be a lot of fun. Yep. One forty-four. time check brought to you by Hayes. Final segment coming up ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF.
0: Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98, one FM, 8.50 AM WRUF.
18: Good afternoon. I am Cherry Chick. In the NFL, the Colts fired their head coach Frank Wright after a 3-5-1 start. They have named Jeff Saturday as their interim head coach. Monday Night Football continues tonight as the Baltimore Ravens play against the New Orleans Saints at 8.15 p.m. For Gators sports, the kickoff time for Florida against Vanderbilt has been set to 12 p.m. on November 19th. Junior Osiris Torrance has been named SEC Offensive Lineman of the Week. Gators basketball season opens this evening. Women Gators will play Florida A&M at 5.20 p.m., while men Gators will play Stony Brook at 7.45 p.m. Catch coverage of the games right here. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Cherry Chick.
0: KPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
7: Daughtry Tree Service has been voted Our Town Magazine's favorite local tree company for 2020, 2021, and 2022, as well as the Newberry Business Hall of Fame for the third year in a row. Call us today for a free estimate, and remember, at Daughtry Tree Service, there's no tree too tall, we do them all. It's
12: everybody's favorite time of year, Gator football season, and where do Gator fans gather before, during, and after Gator football games? Easy the social at Midtown. The Social at Midtown is Gainesville's favorite restaurant and rooftop bar and is located right across from Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. Stop in before the game for a few drinks and a bite to eat and then walk to the stadium. After the game, stroll directly across University Avenue and party all night long. And if you don't have tickets to the game, The Social has 60 huge flat screen TVs, so you won't miss one second of the action. You'll even be able to hear the roar of the crowd from The Social's rooftop bar. But you don't need to wait for a Gator game to head to The Social. They open for lunch at 11 o'clock every day of the week. Follow them on social media or check out thesocialgnv.com for daily specials, including their famous all-day happy hour every
9: Sunday. It's time to get social at The Social at Midtown. You know International Diamond Center is the best place to buy diamonds and find jewelry. But did you also know IDC will buy from you diamonds, heirloom jewelry, estate jewelry, Swiss watches, coins? Don't be afraid to come in and get a price on something that maybe it's an heirloom that you want to sell, or you're just checking to see the price. IDC owner Keith LeClaire has a vast network of collectors and buyers around the world, so IDC can always find a market for your jewelry.
19: We always pay a very strong price to buy. There's a resale market that's there
2: and we pay top dollar for top merchandise. We have people all over the world that we sell to. So some collectors are going to pay way more than any consumer's going to pay. We'll give you the best possible price, no games played, and you'll get the check or the cash, whatever one you want.
9: Let IDC appraise what's in your jewelry box. You might get a pleasant surprise. Sometimes they come in,
2: they have no idea what's there, and then all of a sudden they walk out with a $28,000 check.
9: International Diamond Center, online at shopidc.com there's
11: nothing like living in gator country especially during football season just ask chuck bush at bush auto repair and gator transmission keeping the gator nation on the road since 1954 and for the gator away games why not grab your crew and head out in a cruise america rv rental also available at bush auto repair you'll love all the creature comforts at fantastic pricing trust chuck bush auto repair when you're in the swamp or heading out of town visit online at chuckbushautorepair.com go gators
1: Next time you're driving around town, check out the car in front of you or alongside of you. There's a really good chance that that's a Southeast Car Agency tag. Why? Because the Cousins family has been selling vehicles here in North Central Florida for over 40 successful years, and only one kind the best in late model, low mileage vehicles, no new vehicles. Steve Russell here, I drive one myself have for years check them out in person northeast 39th avenue or online secars.com southeast car agency
7: get ready for game day gator nation join your fellow uf alumni and friends to cheer on the orange and blue before each gator home game at the gator nation tailgate sponsored by geico located at emerson alumni hall directly across the street from the swamp you'll have a prime view of gator walk live music games and all kinds of family-friendly fun Featuring barbecue and beverages from Mojo's Hogtown and exclusive Gator gear from the UF Bookstore. Learn more at ufalumni.ufl.edu. Go Gators!
12: If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or
13: private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652.
2: Hey, folks, you need to try a beer coach, 1966 American Lager, the new brew from the HBC Steve Spurrier Cell. You can get it at Ben Hill Griffin Stadium, Spurriers, Riot Visors, and First
1: Magnitude. Brewed by Gators for Gators. Welcome back. Our final segment will start with Ron's phone call. Hi, Ron. Yep, uh, quite a
3: curiosity question. What do you think about Texas A&M and what's going on with the coach out there? If they fire him, they're going to owe him 80 $90 million. Dollars. I mean, how can you fire him? Uh, you you were talking a while ago about nobody calling and talking about the Gators out uh, with the game last weekend. What about Texas A&M fans? I can't I can't imagine how they feel.
2: Yeah. Now look, ninety million or whatever is buyout is a lot of money. I mean, a lot. I mean, it's mind boggling. But after being on that campus, I think they'll come up with the ninety million in a heartbeat. I really do. Uh, I think they'll give him another ch- another year. But if you look at his record now compared to Kevin Sumlin, for a long time it was right even. But now he's dropped about four or five games below where Kevin Sumlin was when he was fired. Um, it's bad because of the, f- the facilities and just the, the support that that school gives to their athletic programs. I was surprised.
1: I was shocked at how nice it was out there. Thank you, Ron, for your call. Uh, John says, are we witnessing the beginning of the downfall of the red tide? Well,
2: I, I mean, you know, maybe they'll lose two games, you know, for the next couple of years here and there. But you got a, uh, I don't want to say, maybe generational type quarterback. I mean, he's, he's, he does things you cannot teach. And he's not going to win a national title. As a
1: player at Alabama. Uh, Andy says in the LSU-Alabama game, see the Alabama fumble that LSU recovered near the sideline. They reversed the fumble call because the Alabama player touched the ball when they were out of bounds. Seems like an odd rule. The defensive player is not able to recover the fumble. Well, if you're out of bounds, you... Yeah, and then there was a couple of odd fumble
2: recoveries in the NFL yesterday. Uh, yeah, there's sometimes those rules.
1: Terry says it's the men's basketball game on TV... It is on uh, SEC Network Plus on the ESPN app. Mm -hmm. Um, Kyle Crooks and Mark Wise will do that. Gator Mike, hello.
5: Hey, guys. So everybody, Sorry, my voice felt bad. I'm under the weather. But uh, everybody knows Billy Napier's slogan of scared money don't make money. Well, I'm going to rip off that a little bit, I guess. Quick money don't make money. And I think we're seeing that with teams like Texas A&M and Miami. Which are the best teams money can buy, with as far as their recruiting goes, and they have nothing to show for it.
2: I agree. I think you know, I think there's a lot. Well, I know for a fact uh, uh, a former, way back in the day, A and M player uh, said that they got some serious issues in their locker room. It doesn't surprise me one bit, and you can you can see just the way they play. And I'm sure they got serious issues down in the Miami locker room, too.
5: Well, I'm sure. And when you, when, when you write these kids seven-digit checks to come play, you know, and and they come play and they're sitting behind a guy who's been there for five years and never signed an NIL deal, I'm sure the locker room chemistry is the greatest in that scenario either.
2: I think you got to think about the people that actually wrote that check, what they're thinking. You know, these coaches, one of these players, these players ain't real good. And I'm I need a return on my
1: investment. No empathy at all,
2: none. No, I don't feel bad for him. I'm just saying now that guy that has all the money may be like, hmm, I
1: don't know if I really want to write this check to right. this kid. And that that's the thing that I think is the hidden, uh, I don't want to say gem, that the hidden issue come nil, right? It, if you're if you're the one writing the checks and the players you're writing the checks for aren't producing, well, next time they come to me and say, write the check, to your point, I'm not sure I want to do
2: that now. Mm-hmm. I'd rather write Absolutely. a check to build a new women's tennis center.
1: Yep. Okay. Uh, hey. One last thing. Uh, quickly, quickly, yep.
17: Basketball. Oh, thanks.
1: Yeah, go ahead, real quick. Oh, we lost him. Okay. John's our final caller. Hi, John.
5: Hey, Steve and Shane. Uh, I wish someone would would figure out, based on recruiting – uh, who is doing the least with the most? I gotta think it's Jimbo. Um, I can't think of, or maybe Oklahoma. I mean, they, they've recruited well and they're not doing all that well. But my question is, Shane and Steve, imagine, let's just say LSU wins out and wins the SEC championship game. Georgia has one loss. Tennessee has one loss. LSU has two. What happens? Well,
2: Georgia, I think LSU would get in, even though they'll be the first ever with two losses,
5: and
1: Georgia would get in. Me too. You're not going to have three Georgia's teams from the in Georgia's getting in no matter what. You're not having three teams from the SEC. You are not.
5: But you do have a two-loss LSU who lost to Tennessee.
1: But they're the SEC champions. I think that means something.
5: Yeah. Oh, I do too. I'm not saying they shouldn't, but that's going to be an interesting um, issue if that happens. It's going to be a lot. That's going to be interesting to watch.
1: Well, if they uh, do put... Th- and, and, and look, could that scenario... Could you put... W- would those three teams all be deserving of being there? I think you can make an argument for all of them. But does the committee want to stick their neck out and make it a you know, a two league playoff. I just don't see that. They're
2: hoping Georgia runs the table.
1: Yeah. All right, so which saying, they which they you, will. will.
5: Okay.
2: Thank you. Okay. Appreciate Tennessee, your call, does John.
5: Tennessee get in, though, if that happens.
2: It depends on what happens with the Pac twelve and the Big Ten.
1: Well, if Tennessee has one loss, and that's all they have and don't make the yeah. championship game, then I think Tennessee gets in. I do. Because your only loss is it's against on the, on the road to the number uh, one team. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks, All right guys. Thank you, John. Uh, real quickly, Bradley says, what a good game. Gators beaten Jimbo on A&M. Played well. Incredible one-handed catch by the receiver to score the one touchdown. Uh, let's see here. Bill says, listen to Shane on his podcast and your show. We're going to both of you think about AR's ability to improve. Two of you don't seem to agree on his ability to progress. Shane's comments indicate AR reached a ceiling. And if it's on the team next year, he won't show improvement. I don't think you said that. No, I just said he he
2: is who he is. I mean, he is never going to be an elite thrower of the football, ever. Now I, he's going to make some good throws like he did on the on this, and then he's going to sell one over a guy's head. It happens, but just from a from a uh, proce- uh, processing information standpoint, I don't say there's a ceiling, but
1: consistency is what he needs. And, I, and he said, you said AR is a work in progress. Do you agree with Shane? Would do you still feel AR is a work in progress and can be developed? Y- yes, he can be developed. W- he's already developed. He's His last, what, three games, he's not turned the ball over, mm-hmm. right? I think the expectation for him is just ridiculously high. Yeah, He's not going to throw for 350 and run
2: for 150 all the time. Right, you know, it's it's. I was having this conversation with somebody because they're like, "He's better than Jaden Daniels." I'm like, "Well, I don't know if he is or not, because Jaden Daniels is playing at a high level, throwing the football and running the football right now. Right now, he is not better than Jaden right. Daniels, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with that, but it, it's so much of the preseason hype that has people, you know, m- their minds think that he should be doing this instead of that. Uh, but but consistency is the is the term that needs to go next to AR's name. Uh, Boss Jay, what's
1: your evaluation of Tua?
2: Oh, he's outstanding. Now, he's got some
1: cats around him. They're the <laughs> fastest, sure base- fastest
2: baseball, fastest football
1: team I've ever seen. Yeah, and then uh, let's see. Marcus says, not sure if we had the orange and blue scrimmage for basketball. My takeaway was Will Richard's special. Decided to watch him tonight. I-, I think he can really help this team, but I don't glean a lot from a scrimmage. Right but we will see. That's our show for today. We thank you for listening. Don't forget, Inside the Huddle tomorrow at 11, sports scene at 12. Thanks to Brad for producing and listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 50 AM, WYUF.